Welcome to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. I'm Dr. Jay Calvert, and today I am here once again on a Wednesday evening with my associate and podcast co-host, Dr. Millicent Ravello. Good evening. How are you doing? Good. And I can say good evening because we are finally entering fall. I mean, we've been doing this, I feel like, for a while, and this is the first night where it's dark. It's yeah, getting it's, dark here at this time of night. Yeah, this time of night, which is like 6.15. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ooh, it's late. It's late, I know. But usually it's like bright, and we have all this natural light in here. But today we had to bust out the lights, and it's well, a little more autumnal feeling. We're, I'm going full studio in this I know. corner office. So I am. <laughs> I'm going to make this the podcast studio. We're there. We're getting close. It's getting there. We got yeah. to do some sort of like wall covering that's soundproof in yeah. nature. The only problem is this window situation where I think we're kind of hosed. Yeah, there's no way you can soundproof that. I mean, unless you do like soundproof curtains, which like mm-hmm. we're not doing that. We, we got rid of yeah. the curtains. And I'm very happy. I'd be happy if we just put one of those little red blinking lights outside the door because that would make me feel like we're super professional. Oh, totally. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, we could put a speaker out there too so people can listen and hear what we're talking about. That'd be, that'd, we get a mixing board. No. Um, so this concept that we're going to talk about today, which is uh, hairline advancement, was sent to us by one of our uh, listeners. One of our loyal listeners. Who uh, DM'd us through our Instagram channel at Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Pod uh, and said they wanted to hear about hairline adjustments. Yeah, and I think that's great because that's something we have not talked about at all. So I think the whole topic of hair rejuvenation is one that we can talk about a myriad of things on. Well, and I do think that we should bring in one of our experts for a future podcast. But with that said, I do a lot of hairline advancements. I probably have done four or five in the last two years. So what exactly is a hairline advancement? So what this is, is that um, it's it can be men, but it's mostly women that get this procedure, interestingly. Hmm. It's for when the forehead becomes a five head <laughs> and it starts to drift back a little bit and I've done this on a fair number of uh, female patients who just feel like the hairline is too high. And this is something they've noticed over time or they've always felt like they had a high forehead? Kind of always had it, yeah. but some over time. Um, the The number of patients that present for this actually come when they are thinking about a brow lift. Mm. Because all of a sudden they start realizing, wait, where are these incisions going to go? They start doing the research online and they start seeing that the hairline is needed to hide their brow lift incisions. And so, of course, I mentioned to them, and and it's not my favorite way to do this, but it, it can be done, that you can do the brow lift with the hairline advancement. The problem is you've got two competing forces. You're pulling up, you're pulling down. Yeah, it, it's hard to nail it. Right. It can be done, mm. but it's hard to nail it. I think I'd rather separate the two. Do the hairline advancement, get the hairline where they want it, and then go hide the scars in, in the back of the head. So that's what we do. But I also say, since we're doing it, we should probably give it a shot anyway. It's already the same operation in in kind of sense, essentially yeah. it's the same thing. So why not give it a shot and try to nail the brow with the... With the hairline advancement, it, it's just hard because the forces are going the wrong direction. Right. As long as they know they may come back for the brow lift. 
Right. right. And typically the way that I do that is I do so, – so the way that this operation works is you – you pick where you want the hairline to be on the forehead or the five head in this the case. Five head. And you draw that line of, and typically what I do is I do a, a, uh, advanced version of whatever their natural Already hairline is. is. Right. And I'm just going to, you know, puzzle piece it up into position. Then you take out the skin between their actual hairline and the new proposed hairline. All that strip of skin goes away, throw it away. And then you get under the scalp and you elevate the scalp and then you do relaxing incisions because, again, it's like trying to pull the coating of a basketball right. around. Of, you know, it doesn't work. It's very tough. It doesn't like to move. Right. Scalp reconstruction is a whole other topic <laughs> we could you know, totally get into. But it's not in our aesthetic plastic surgery realm. But it, it, We do the, it. The, we the, do it for recon. Of course. And, yeah. the, and the techniques of this procedure are very relevant to this. Yeah. So relaxing incisions in the galea, which is the thick coating under the scalp. And you bring that scalp forward, and it does need to really sit in position. It can't be tight. No tension. Otherwise, you get a bad scar. Wicked scar. Yeah. And the whole point of this is to hide the scar with the hair follicles. And the way that you bevel the incision, the hair follicles should grow through the scar. That doesn't always happen, by the way. Like I I think that beveling is overrated. (laughs) Um, But... What can happen later on down the road is doing neograft, doing you know single uh, unit follicles into the, the scar, scar itself really hides it. That is a great combination because that's what the other option is for repopulating your hairline or whatever is doing hair transplants. For sure. Yeah. And And I think the single follicular unit transplants are like insanely good oh they're amazing and we don't do them no. um, but we know people that do we and know people i and people will ask like well, what do you think of hair transplant this i think it's great i think it works well the science behind it is solid it works um but you do have to go to someone that does it all the time and knows what they're doing because there is a definite skill and technique and precision aspect to it to build a artistry. natural hairline. There's artistry, yeah. huge artistry yeah. in hair, hair transplantation. Right. And the techniques are insanely good. I yeah. mean, you, even if you go to the, the, the sort of the chain places, they, they're, they're doing single units and they're, right. I mean, the, the results are insanely good. Right. So I mean, you, you can combine that with your scalp advancement if you see problems with the scar and you want to hide the scar or you want to grow hair through the scar. Combining that with hair transplant down the road is definitely an option. Yeah, and, and the, uh, the scalp advancements work right. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, my that, my patients hair. are so yeah. happy. Mm-hmm. Now, they, the scar is a, ma- is a management issue because you do have this you know, frontal hairline scar and they get numbness in the top of the head from yeah. you know, the, uh, the nerves that come up. The nerves come from the eye sockets up onto the forehead. So you do experience some numbness. That tends to go away and it doesn't really bother people, but it is numb. You have to kind of be no, ready no. for that. Uh, the, the way the hair looks, though. Right. It's your own hair. No brainer. Yeah. Yeah, people really, really love that procedure. Then you couple it with the brow lift. Now, the way that I can do that is I can still use that same incision to redo the brow, but instead of doing a down onto the periosteum, a subperiosteal brow, you can do a uh, a skin brow lift and actually lift the skin of the forehead, hmm. uh, superficial to the frontalis muscle. And that is really cool because it's A, really easy yeah. you know like the patients love it they heal quickly right. 
but you can really set the brow where you want it. And that incision becomes a non-issue in terms of how you, how you do it. So the scar is great. Um, I've tried to do the biplanar kind of thing with the advancement. No go. <laughs> it's it just still needed adjustment. It was fine, but like I, you know, if I'm going to do a brow lift, like I want that perfect curve and the right. tail of the brow, and like I want it to be. Yeah, it's a harder know, thing amazing. to achieve. I don't want it to be like. Eh, yeah, it's okay. It's all right. No, that's that is not how I envision my facial aesthetic surgery. It needs to be awesome. So yeah, that's how you do it, and uh, it works great. Coupling it with the the hair transplantation is awesome. Um, and then also it's, it's part of a, usually a part of a whole facial rejuvenation, eyelids, brow, face, neck, the whole deal. And, you know, we certainly encourage that. But again, when you're making a plan for these things, you, you really have to kind of have some vision for where you're going with your facial aesthetic surgery. Right. Cause it's, you can't really do it all at once. And so you have to sort of decide what bothers you the most and then make a plan for covering all of those things in an appropriate, timely fashion. Like yeah. when to hit each one at what stage. Yeah, and just be be aware that you know each thing takes time to each heal. Thing, right, and be aware that if you're going in for one thing, realize that once you realize how great that one thing looks, you're probably going to do everything else. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why didn't I do this as well? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like to do... Like when I do, like for me, a facelift is brow, eyes, neck, face, the whole deal. I say facelift, but I mean kind of a facial rejuvenation, yeah. fat grafting, like lasers on top of it. You know, there's a, there's a plan. It's all about it's all about your aesthetic approach and making it, you know, really awesome from a goal setting standpoint. As opposed to just doing like a hodgepodge, hodgepodge of stuff. stuff. Yeah, there's got to be a plan. Cool. Anything else about brow advancement? About hairline advancement? No, I think we got it. Cool. All right. Well, this is the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast coming to you from the 90210. The Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast is brought to you by Rock Spa. This is Medi Spa, located both in Beverly Hills and Newport Beach, providing services such as Botox fillers, lasers, and all therapy, as well as hydrofacials and all the aesthetic products you could possibly need. It's run by the medical director, me, Dr. Jay Calvert. Rock Spa Beverly Hills is located at 120 South Spalding Drive in Suite 340, Beverly Hills, 90212. The phone number there is 310-777-0496. And Rock Spa Newport Beach is located at 1617 West Cliff Drive, Newport Beach, California, 92660. The phone number there is 949-640-1111. You can go to their respective websites, rockspanewportbeach.com or rockspabeverlyhills.com. Rock Spa was created to help my patients maintain their aesthetic beauty in between whatever operations they have throughout their lives. It's something that allows patients to come in, get their facials, skin treatments, take care of all the Botox fillers and lasers that they need to keep up their beauty. And if they've invested in any of the aesthetic operations I perform, it's the way to maintain those operations. If you mention this podcast, you will get the member's pricing for your hydrofacial. The Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast is the way that Dr. Ravello and I talk 
about the issues that are important to us in plastic surgery. But there's nothing better than getting to take care of our patients and do plastic surgery. Our practices are located in Beverly Hills, and I also have a satellite office in Newport Beach. You can learn about my practice at drcalvert.com, and you can reach my office by calling 310-777-8800, and that will get you an appointment either in Beverly Hills or at the Newport Beach office. My practice is located in Beverly Hills. Our office phone number is 310-954-1355. You can also contact us directly through the website, which is rovelloplasticsurgery.com. We look forward to seeing you in the office for some aesthetic tune-ups.